Blog Talk Radio. God was at work in the 20th century. There'll be one name that's bound to feature prominently. Derek Prince. A humble man and a world-class Bible scholar. His steadfast commitment to God and obedience to the Holy Spirit turned him into one of the most loved and respected Bible teachers of his time. For over six decades, Derek Prince's life-changing Bible teaching became a source of inspiration to millions of Christians around the world. Derek Prince was born into a British military family in Bangalore, India in 1915. At the age of 14, he won a scholarship to Eton and, later on, a place at Cambridge. Having excelled in his studies, Derek was elected to a prestigious fellowship in ancient and modern philosophy at King's College, Cambridge, the youngest person ever to be elected to that position. Derek's academic career was interrupted abruptly by World War II. In 1940, on the basis of his philosophical convictions, he chose to join the Royal Army Medical Corps as a non-combatant. Despite declaring at the time that religion doesn't do much for me, Derek took a Bible with him to read on his postings, considering it to be a philosophical work. At first, the Bible made little sense to him. But, as he continued to read his Bible in an army barrack in Yorkshire in July 1941, God opened Derek's eyes. On that day, God taught him two crucial lessons that remained with him for the rest of his life. Recalling that supernatural experience, he says, I heard the voice of Jesus speaking very, very clearly through the Scriptures, the Bible. From the day that I heard his voice till this day, There are two things I've never doubted. I've never doubted that Jesus is alive, and I've never doubted that the Bible is the Word of God. Almost immediately after his powerful conversion, Derek Prince was shipped off to North Africa, where he spent three years serving as an army medic and being discipled in God's Word in the deserts of Egypt, Libya, and the Sudan. At the end of the war, Derek was discharged in Jerusalem, where he met and married a Danish missionary, Lydia Christensen. In doing so, he became a father of eight girls, whom Lydia had adopted. Derek and Lydia lived in Jerusalem until after the founding of the State of Israel in 1948. It was there he felt the calling to both serve and pray for God's people, the children of Israel. It was a calling he passed on to countless others. In late 1948, as the newborn state of Israel struggled for survival, the princes reluctantly left Jerusalem and moved to England, where Derek became a pastor of a small Pentecostal church in central London. As he ministered in London and later on in Kenya and in the United States, Derek sensed that all was not how it should be and could be in the lives of Christian believers. He saw how many Christians often struggle to rise above the challenges of everyday life. That's why 
Okay, praise God and welcome to Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. We're about to get ready to go on air live. Shalom to you. Stand by. We are going in our Facebook video, and we are about to, now we are getting ready to get on air. Praise God and good evening and welcome to Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. This is our telethon and a seminar on the ministry of deliverance. I want to thank Yeshua, the Messiah, my Savior, and my Master, from allowing me to be in participation with this ministry. In Matthew chapter, we are part of Matthew chapter 24 here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio, and this is our telethon. We have a lot of people trying, people's learning deliverance here, so. I'm grateful that all of my brothers and sisters are here. It's a blessing to be here. And before we bring the word, I need to share this here in Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24, 14. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto nations, and then the end shall come. Again. In the book of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 14, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then the end shall come. I have a testimony to give. I want to give the glory to the Lord Jesus. We've been doing a a telethon for the past three days. We didn't get not one dime. And the Lord told me, trust me. Don't look at the site. Don't look at the numbers. We have a brother in the Lord donated two brand new computers, and the telethon was for two computers. Well, we don't need no telethon no more because I'm not in here to try to get like Leroy Thompson and Creflo Dollar and, and all of that. I ain't trying to get no money coming unto me. That ain't even biblical. But I give the credit to the Lord Jesus of Nazareth. We now have two new computers, laptops, that we need for this ministry. You see? God will defend a deliverance ministry. This is not an easy ministry. I want to tell you that right now. It is not easy when you're tangling with unclean spirits and demons. We're going to pick off on part three of come out the mind. Now, if you are a deliverance minister or just a Christian, you can't use your fleshly mind. Your fleshly mind is not going to deal with demons. Your education and your intellect Definitely won't deal with demons. That's what I said earlier in this broadcast when I first started this ministry. I thank the Lord Jesus for my pastor, Wang C. Thompson. This thing started in the deliverance ministry in 1986. I started off cleaning the church as a janitor, and I went from a janitor to a musician, from a musician to a messenger, backslid it, came back to the Lord as a chaplain to a deliverance minister. And I had to be blessed to have a pastor that knew about deliverance ministry and the way he taught. Now, in Colossians chapter 2, verse 18, it says, Let no man beguile you of your reward in a voluntary humanity and worship of angels intruding those things which he have not seen vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind. You cannot cast out demons using your fleshly mind. It won't work. You're going to fail. You need the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, 
and you can't use your natural mind. You can't use it. When I was learning this deliverance ministry with Chaplain John Durden, he was a hospital chaplain, there was a man named Emmanuel Williams, and the Lord told me he's the king of all dong donkers, intellectual enemy of God. Everything was intellectual. And I saw in the spirit realm a spirit called Slitter Slitterasis. That's a demon. It was right on top of his head. All that intellect and thinking and figuring stuff out. This is why people are not getting healed, that you can't use your mind. Your natural mind won't work in spiritual things. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Yeshua, the Messiah, how God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost, and who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil because God was with him. Come, Holy Spirit, teach your children, not me. Use me as your oracle. Allow the power of God to penetrate the hearer. We come up against satanic forces in the name of Jesus. We come up against any kind of attack that the devil which ought to bring to us in the name of Yeshua, the Messiah. You get all glory and you get all honor in Jesus of Nazareth's name, we pray. Amen. I need to recapitulate because we have people in here that haven't been in here before. And we have some new audience. We also have an Israeli a listening audience at this time of the hour. Can you believe that? <laughs> I tell you, I want to thank the brothers and sisters in South Africa who have called me and other 18 nations that's listening to us here at Live Deliverance Net Radio. You can't use your natural mind, reasoning, thinking, intellectualizing, eyeballing, humanism, saying a comeback word to see what somebody's going to say. And them demons will eat you up with that mess. It don't work. You have to have the Holy Ghost. You have to have the Holy Ghost. So I want to recapitulate some things. I've said this earlier for those who was in here last night, but we have some new people, so I want to bring them up to par as quickly as possible. The crown of thorns was a consistent painful reminder that Yeshua died for us for the chastisement of his peace. At Golgotha, Golgotha is a place of a skull. The skull represents the mind of a fleshly man. The fleshly mind. As we said previous in part two, if you can go and you're here tonight, when uh, Eve was deceived, how was Eve was deceived? Eve was deceived by the devil putting thought in her mind saying, you will be like gods. And that's what it got her. Now, that wasn't the original sin. The first sin that happened was in heaven. Pride. In this ministry, if you want to be a deliverance minister, you need to get rid of the pride. Humble yourself, take no credit for nothing, and suffer. There's a lot of suffering with this ministry. You will be persecuted. You're going to be hated because demons ain't going to like you. So just get ready for it. And if you ain't built for this, don't come in this ministry. In this ministry, you can't play games in this ministry. You can't ha, 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 Jesus. Them demons will laugh at you. They will attack you. They will hit you, and they're waiting for you to come off that pulpit. There's a lot of people that don't want to deal with this ministry. But let me tell you something. Satan fears this ministry if it's done right. Now, there's a deliverance minister named Shannon Davis that don't even speak in tongues. Omega Man Radio, I cut him off. He told me that Jesus was ivory. 
Now, you got to have the Holy Ghost to deal with these spirits. And you should receive power after that the Holy Ghost will come upon you, Acts 1.8. In the book of Matthew, chapter 27, verse 33. In the book of Mark, chapter 15, verse 22. And in the book of John, chapter 19, verse 17, speaks of Golgotha, a place. Now, I'm going to show you biblically how your mind can mess you up when you trust in your fleshly mind based on Colossians 2.19. Well, it happened to Joseph. He was about to get really messed himself up, and an angel had to intervene because Joseph was going to go in his mind. Yes, he was. Joseph, the stepfather of Jesus, was going to go in his mind, and God had to intervene to stop this. Your fleshly mind is not going to work in ministry, especially in this ministry now. Okay? You can try it somewhere else, but you can't do it in this one here because it ain't going to work. When we see this in the scriptures, I hope that this will get to your attention. In the book of Matthew, chapter 1, I want to show you where... An angel had to intervene because of Joseph about to use his fleshly mind. Now, when I was a chaplain at uh, Southern Regional, they would, the Lord would tell me they're laughing at you because I had a revelation about the mind. And they would act like, they, oh, they're interested. They'd laugh. He comes up about that mind. He's, he's crazy. I got the last laugh because God got me out of my mind, out of my thinking. We've talked about that. Jesus says, take ye no thought. The Holy Spirit should be moving through your spirit, not from your intellect. The minute you go in your mind to do an exorcism, them demons already know where you're coming from. God says in Ezekiel 11, 5, I know all the thoughts in your mind. And if you're using your mind, this is totally opposite of God's thoughts. Isaiah 55, 8 says, my my ways are not your ways, neither are my thoughts yours. Well, I know why, because God's thought is based on the mind of Christ, which is the Holy Spirit, not the fleshly mind. And they would laugh at me at the hospital. They would laugh at me. And the Lord told me, teach this revelation. I stood. I got the last laugh. I'm still here. I give God's glory. We have two new computers. I thank uh, Brother Paul, for donating those computers, he's given four or five computers over here with towers. And God is good. See, God going to keep me on air. And any time, even if you go up against the deliverance ministry, you're going up against Jesus. Please leave a deliverance ministry alone because you're going to really get in trouble from God. You're going to get in a whole lot of trouble. You know, they say, touch not thine on it, do my prophets no harm. I'm just going to say, leave a deliverance because you, when you bother me, it's not really you, it's the demons. And the Lord realized that. This is not an easy ministry. If it was easy, I really wouldn't want to do it. Ain't nothing easy. When you're dealing with the forces of darkness, you are allowing two kingdoms to be seen in the open. There are two kingdoms, Matthew 12:26 and 12:28. Golgotha is a reminder of us, which is the place of a skull, that Jesus died to kill that thinking. Now let's look at Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. 
Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was on, the, on this wise. When, as his mother, Mary, was espoused to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost before they had sex. So they say before they came together, that's having sex when they was married. Now, watch, watch this now. This is Joseph about to use his fleshly mind. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 19, it says, Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not willing to make her a public example. See, he was thinking, what are these people going to say about Mary being pregnant? I ain't have sex with her yet. That's what his mind was thinking. Imagine your wife is about to have a baby by the Holy Ghost, and you ain't got nothing to do with it. You don't think stuff was going in that man's mind? He's human. And the Bible show us what happens when we use our fleshly mind. In Matthew 119, then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not willing to make her a public example, here we go, was minded, let that mind go, to put her away privately. But while he thought, that is right there, thinking, natural thinking, he was thinking in the natural to deal with a spiritual phenomenon. The natural man does not understand the things of the spirit, 1 Corinthians 2.14. A carnal mind man is an enemy between God. Some of us have believed that you see these theologians with these master's degrees and uh, all this intellectualism. Well, they're a powerful man of God. They ain't hitting on nothing. Half of them can't hear God. They don't have the Holy Spirit. They believe in intellectualism. I've been around them at the hospital. Everybody running around talking holy and righteous and can't hear nothing. I've seen it, especially Emmanuel Williams, the king of all donk donkers. He tried to get me to go to a theological, theological seminaries. See, the mind in the flesh doesn't produce nothing but an Ishmael spirit, the fleshly mind. So what these theologians do and these people in their mind, they'll use theology that would exalt itself above revelation. In the deliverance ministry, I use revelation, the word of knowledge. I don't need to use theology. Then they'll use academic achievement above character. And they'll go to psychiatry over discernment. The king of all donk donkers, Emmanuel Williams, mind man, would say, send him to a psychiatrist. I said, he got a demon. And the minute I said demon, he looked at me like a fool. And everybody at that hospital was looking at me like a fool but Brother John. Brother John lost his job. Lost his job to keep my, the, the deliverance ministry going. Programs o- over the leading of the Holy Spirit in these old dead churches. Eloquency and super, el- eloquency of speech. People love that. That's why... Uh, people like Joe Osteen, Talk and T.T. Jakes, eloquent speakers, they ain't got no Holy Ghost, they ain't got no power. And that ain't going to last that long. So eloquency above supernatural power, human reasoning above the walk of faith, laws above love. Religious acts and human efforts apart from God's grace, no matter how well-intentioned, will always result in an Ishmael and not an Isaac. 
Christian church churches who have tasted the grace of God, but they have turned away and begun trusting in their own efforts, their own intellectualism, their own methods, and their religious form, they have armed themselves with human strength and have put a curse on people. The Bible says in Jeremiah 17, 5, curse is the man who trusts in his flesh. Well, if you're using your intellect and your natural reason, that's the fleshly mind. It ain't going to go nowhere. Nowhere. Now, let me show you something. In Matthew one twenty. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream. The Lord had to intervene because he's finna mess the things up with his mind, thinking, How are they going what they gonna say about me? Now if you worry about what people are gonna say about you in the deliverance ministry, you need to get out. The devil gonna export you. He's going to lock you up in fear. You want to be heard and you want to speak right in front of the people. Jesus says, take, you know, thought what you're going to say or how that you're going to say it. That the Holy Ghost shall teach you at that same hour, Luke 12, 11, Matthew 13, 11. You can't do it in the flesh. Here we see Joseph about to do it in his flesh. He thought about, okay, well, I got to do something. And the angels had to intervene because he's going to use his fleshly mind. That mind, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't prepare sermons. I don't have to. The Holy Spirit prepares sermons. I haven't studied at all today. I've been in the Veteran Administration all day, but I've been praying in tongues all day too. You have to keep your spirit up, and if the word is not in you, you ain't going to be teaching nobody. And if you're teaching a person, they ain't going to get healed. But the Holy Ghost teaches a person, you're going to get the nine gifts. You're going to get the discern of the spirit. You're going to get the good stuff. But you can't get it in the fleshly mind. So we see here in Matthew chapter 1, verse 9, But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary, thy wife, for that is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a child, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. That was an intervention because Joseph was about to use that fleshly mind. It doesn't work. Now, any of you are called into the ministry of deliverance, stay out of theological studies. Stay away from those schools. They're going to teach you from the fleshly mind you will not get any revelation in those colleges and those schools. They don't even believe in demons. Now, let me give you another example of somebody who was trying to figure out from their mind and couldn't understand nothing that Jesus was saying. Let's go to John chapter 3, verse 1. Nicodemus visits Jesus, the Messiah. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, that means teacher. We know that thou art a teacher. Jesus was a teacher. He was not a preacher. I'm not a preacher. I don't preach. I'm a teacher. We need to get rid of preaching. It's okay. It's for exhortation, for salvation, for those that need a time and praise for it. But you have to be taught this by the Holy Ghost, not by me. The Holy Ghost can teach you. I fasted Wednesday. Thursday and Friday for three straight years. 
I had to suffer. I suffered a lot. I've been rejected. My family called me Jim Jones. They're Catholic. I'm not Catholic. I get on there and I say, that's a curse. Oh, we'll get off the phone. We'll get off the phone now. Religious spirits. I've been there. Jesus was a teacher. Now watch this. Came from God, but no man can do these miracles that thou does it except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except that man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now watch Nicodemus' fleshly mind. And, and turn this around, look at it as at you. If you use your fleshly mind in the things of God, you ain't going to get nowhere. The king of all donkeys, Emmanuel Williams, was intellectualized. Nothing but, in, and he loved Hank Hanegraaff, the Bible handyman. Hank Hanegraaff don't believe in the Holy Ghost. The Baptist Church don't even believe in the Holy Ghost. You got theologians today said tongues have ceased. That's a lie. Tongues have not ceased. See, the devil don't want you to hear this sermon. I had to. I got knocked off the air four times day before yesterday. The Holy Spirit told me this morning, plug up that computer to the Ethernet. I'm not doing no wireless straight through the Ethernet. I got everything shut off so the enemy won't, won't hinder this. Now, if we see this, we're going to see that the human side of Nicodemus trying to use his fleshly mind. Let's look at this in John 3, verse 4. Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? So that's his natural mind. Hi, why, who, why, what, where? I want to know. I want to know. The Holy Spirit will tell you. Sometimes people be wanting to know things from their fleshly perspective, not from their spiritual perspective. Let me say this again. Sometimes people want to know things by their fleshly perspective, not by their spiritual perspective. In Galatians 1.12, Paul says, I neither received it by man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. You have to get the scriptures and everything you do in ministry and life, even if you're not in the ministry, by the revelation of the Holy Ghost. Now, John, uh, uh, Nicodemus couldn't understand nothing what Jesus was saying because Jesus was speaking in spirit to him. That's why he said, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Now, here go Jesus dealing with spiritual things. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. See, that which is born of your mind is your mind. It's not God. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. See, he didn't understand anything that Jesus was talking about. Now, that's two. Now, we see that when the Bible says, take ye no thought, God doesn't want us to do this thinking because what thinking do is the act of processing of thinking, the facility of thinking and reasoning from the fleshly mind. Jesus says, Matthew six twenty-five. therefore I say, you take no thought for your life what you should eat, or drink, nor yet for your body. We ain't supposed to be using our natural mind to figure stuff out. Pastors write out sermons, and they go back and erase. I don't like how they did. I can't do that. 
I remember Pastor Wayne C. Thompson from Fellowship of Faith Church would carry me all around, me and Brother Steve Lee. And Pastor Wayne would carry me around, casting out demons. Man, I had a lot of Catholicism spirits. Pastor Wayne, I love him to this day. He gave me $1,000 a month for a year and a half when I was on Internet radio. It was Pastor Wayne that sent me to Jamaica. That's how I fell in love with Jamaica in 1986, 87. I seen people poor walking but now in jamaica the deliverance ministry ain't, ain't get that popular enough. they're trying to get that money coming in there now see the devil is really busy in the last days the synagogue of satan is everywhere in the church now ain't no deliverance in these churches i just got through dealing with me and evangelist taylor was uh brought this girl to me and 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 they tried to cast out a demon in the church they couldn't even do it we need the mind of Christ. For God's sake, we need the mind of Christ. Now, I want to say this. The mind, being the focal point of Satan's attack on us, become high ground in the battle against Satan. Satan wants to attack our minds. Satan is a consistent aggressor and bombard us daily, perhaps hundreds of times a day with thoughts of unclean origin. In the body of Christ, there's nobody telling people about casting down imaginations and thoughts. Not in a secular church. Not where T.D. Jakes is at. T.D. Jakes ain't teaching you that. Dollar. He ain't teaching you that. He, he wants your pocketbook. Leroy Thompson. I'm against those types of pastors because they put a curse on people with that mess. Now, Satan uses the thought process to get us thrown off. Let me give you an example. We have to be trained from the spirit to know who's talking to us. You've got to get in the word. You've got to let the Holy Spirit reveal things to you. You've got to do a lot of fasting. A lot of people don't want to do that. Well, I didn't get this that easy. I had to fast for three years. People ain't interested in that. They want it right now. Just give it to me. It don't work. The deliverance don't work like that. Okay? It takes time. It takes time for you to get in it and take time for you to get out. Now, if you turn to Ezekiel 38.10, you'll see where I'm coming from. In Ezekiel 38.10, the Bible says, Thus says the Lord God, it shall also come to pass that at the same time shall things come into thy mind. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. And thou shalt think an evil thought. This is why you cannot use your fleshly mind. Well, who's going to help you with that fleshly mind? The devil. The Bible just said that right here in Ezekiel 38.10. Thus saith the Lord God, it shall come to pass that at the same time shall things come into thy mind. And thou shalt think an evil thought. Jeremiah forty six eleven. Go up into Galilee and take blame, O virgin, the daughter of Egypt. In vain shall thou use many medications, for thou shalt not be cured. You're doing it in the flesh. Can't be cured by using medication made by man. The Bible said by the scribes of Jesus, we're healed. You have to believe that. 
So the devil loves to attack us in our minds. Demons are often assigned to speak the same lie to a person's mind several times a day for a whole lifetime. Notice it is necessary to launch an attack on him. We don't know how to attack him. I had a man call me. He said, the demons tell me about high school. What your mama do? Look at that person. Do that. And he said, he just hearing it talking, just going, yeah, 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 that mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when the Lord opened up my spiritual eyes, and when I saw Emmanuel Williams in the spirit realm, God said, let me show you, he's an enemy of me. Well, I said, Lord, this is a chap. This is E.W., Emmanuel Williams, the king of all chaplains. Lord told me he ain't hitting on nothing. And the Lord showed me in the spirit room his mind. He said, look at that. And when he talked, he'd take his little, you can hear the forehead. When somebody in their mind, they always squeeze their eyes. They're trying to figure it out. Them demons working right with his mind. Y'all go to church on Sundays and them demons working in that mind. You're getting mind sermons. You ain't getting nothing from the Holy Ghost. It's dangerous. It's very, very dangerous. I want to show you something. I'm just getting cranked up. Other tactics used by Satan's army are personal attacks against you to bring you down and knock the wind of the sail out of your thoughts. Shame and guilt comes over you, past and recent sins. Even the sins that you have forgiven yourself, he, he come with that thought process. You ain't been forgiven. Now, if I were to listen to him four days ago, the, the two days ago, the devil told me, you need to stop doing the telephone. You ain't getting no money. I ain't paid no attention to that. I don't need him to tell me because I know he's trying to come in my fleshly mind. I shut that down. We got two computers, and I ain't raised one dime in two days. We're going to get two brand-new computers. Thank God for Brother Chris Paul. I love him. I didn't even know he was going to do that. I didn't ask nobody. I said, I'm going to do a telethon. Them demons telling me, I don't listen to demons. Where they come? They're going to come in your thought process. Now, let me show you something that's, 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 that's very, very humbling. Go to Numbers chapter 16, 28. And Moses said, Hereby ye shall know that the Lord has sent me to do all these works, for I have not done them of my own mind. M-I-N-D. If Moses didn't do it, definitely Jesus, our Lord and Savior, he didn't do it either. Let's look at some scriptures to prove that let's start off I'm picking up where we left off on part three because we left with these scriptures and we're going to go back to that to recapitulate for our new audience who have not heard come out the mind one two and this is part three this is the final of uh, a teaching of this because we're going strictly in deliverance tomorrow we still have the telethon we still going to keep teaching okay I thank the Lord for uh, open up a door to send me an external hard drive, Brother Paul. This deliverance ministry ain't going nowhere. You come up against the deliverance ministry, you're coming up against Jesus of Nazareth. A third of Jesus' ministry was dealing with demons. I don't have time to teach you about uh, leadership conference. I ain't got time for that. The breakthrough going to come. Man, that's, that's garbage to me. That ain't dealing with demons. Talking about a breakthrough. Well, if you need a breakthrough, what's causing the breakthrough from coming? Demonic spirits. In Daniel chapter 10, they tried to hold up a prayer for 21 days. The prince of Persia, and it took angels in the heaven to fight to get that prayer through. 
So when I hear that, I'm blessed and highly favored. But the Bible says God shows no respect to persons. So what you so blessed? And what have you done that you so highly favored to be done? See, this is another gospel that they come from. This is where people get that terminology from. The Lord wants humbleness and humility. Now let's look at Jesus. Moses didn't do anything in his mind. I'm going to recapitulate. I have to recapitulate. We've got new people in here. So hold on for some who heard what I said last night. I'm saying it again because there are new people in here that never heard chapter 1, 2, and 3. And the Holy Spirit has given me these scriptures to get them a base abreast so that we can all do this together. How can two come together unless they agree? Amos 3, 3. Amen? All right. We saw that Moses didn't do anything in his mind. Okay? We saw in the book of Matthew, chapter 1, let's go back and recapitulate. I've learned from Dr. Derek Prince to let people keep recapitulating because they've got to get back in his spirit. Not in your mind, in your spirit. We was taught that by while he thought on these things, we had the angel of the Lord had to intervene because this man was going to think about getting rid of uh, the Virgin Mary. Then we looked at John chapter 3, when Nicodemus couldn't understand what was going on. That's, don't forget Adam and Eve now. The first thing that the devil attacked Eve was through thought. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1, using that mind. Now the spirit was more subtle. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the fields which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, have God said ye should not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruits of the trees of the garden, but of the fruits of the trees which is in the midst of the garden, God has said ye should not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. He put thought into her mind. Watch what he said. For God does know that in the day you shall eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant for the eyes, and the tree to be desired to make one's wise, she took the fruit therefore, and did eat, and gave also to her husband with her, and he did eat. He brought suggestion, the eyeballs start looking, and that go to sin. When I saw the king of all donkeys, Emmanuel Williams, the Lord opened up the spiritual room to show me E.W. And I saw a thing on top of his head. I said, what is this snake-looking thing on top of his head? He said, that's the spirit of slitter-slitterous intellectualism. That was the first demon I learned. I did not know that God was going to call me into no radio ministry. I'm here at the hospital chaplain with Chaplain John about to commit suicide. I called him. I'm ready to go see the Lord, man. He said, who is this? Came over, led me back to the Lord. And I kept seeing when Brother John would go out of town, all these educated enemies of God. The Lord said, I don't know him. I don't know him. And that was kind of, you know, you thinking that somebody got a degree, they, 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 they anoint it. That's a lie. When Manuel Williams walked out of that office, it took 45 minutes for me not to see the tail end of that snake on his head. Now he got 2.3 million demons still trying to get on the Internet telling people, what level is John Durden on? EW. I don't want to be like that. 
You got a lot of anointed ministers that call themselves anointed but don't have no gifts. Shannon Davis don't speak in tongues. I told him, you ought to come out your mind with that. He don't speak in tongues. Talking about a tree. You can't do no, cast no demons out with a person you don't have the Holy Ghost. But Jesus, he didn't have, he was baptized with the Holy Spirit before he did any ministry work. Now, let's look at our Lord and Savior. Did Jesus Christ do any thinking, figuring stuff out? No, he didn't. Number one. Mark 2.8. And immediately, when Jesus perceived in his spirit, I don't see nothing about the mind here, in his spirit he perceived, that they so reasoned with themselves, he said unto them, Why reason ye these things in your heart? The mind and the heart is connected if it's evil. That's why he had to create in you a new heart, Psalm 51.10. And you got to have the mind of Christ, 1 Corinthians 2.16, Philippians 2.5. Now, let's go to Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. I don't see he was led up in, the, in his mind. To be tempted of the devil in his spirit, not his mind. Thou money cometh unto me. That's a lie from the pit of hell because you don't study. I'm hitting hard tonight now. I'm dropping bombs on the enemy tonight. Let's go to Mark chapter 8 verse 12. Mark chapter 8, and we're going to look at the 12th verse. And he cited deeply in his spirit and said, now this, everything so far is spirit. We don't, I don't see nothing about no mind. So why are you trying to use your mind to remember scripture? Why are you trying to use your mind to write out a sermon? And you know, I used to watch chaplains in the office when Brother John would leave and go out of town and they say, well, okay, well, uh, how your mom and daddy is? Well, what school you go to? And the Lord say, he ain't trying, he ain't hearing me. He doing it. That's why he ain't, can't hear nothing. They're asked questions. Okay, what about, uh-huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Ain't getting nothing out of that. John Durden can tell you, he on, he on here. I said, Brother John, you can't do that. John, watch me. Chaplain Durden, watch me. The Lord would have me to go in the bathroom. I'd go in the bathroom, go get something to eat, and I'd come back. The person said, okay, Pastor, I'm through talking. And then I'll tell them everything about their life. I don't need to hear no human being. Now, that takes time to hear the Holy Ghost. you got to be in the Word. If you ain't got no scriptures in you, you ain't going to hear the Lord like that. The Lord responds to the Word in, his, in your spirit. Now, some of you are, are babies, and you're trying to hear the Lord. you got babies trying to get into to, uh, uh, the book of Revelation. If you can't hear the Lord, you ain't going to know the Revelation. You may know the theological terminology of it, but you ain't got to go from the Spirit. Jesus never did anything in his fleshly mind. Here we go again in Mark chapter 8, verse 12, and he slightly deepened in his spirit and said, why does this generation seek after a sign? Verily I say unto you, 
there shall no sign be given unto his, this generation. Notice now, the Lord just told me to tell everybody, that was in red writing. So Jesus heard that from the Holy Spirit. He is the Holy Ghost. They are one. He said it in his spirit. Let's go to Luke, chapter 1, verse 80. And the child grew and waxed strong in his mind. No, it didn't say that. And the child grew and waxed strong in his spirit. In his spirit. In his spirit. Not in his mind. Creflo Dollar is in his mind. T.T. Jakes is an inspirational. He's not speaking from the spirit. He's an entertainer. Leroy Thompson definitely can't hear God come down money cometh to me. That's not even in the Bible. Jesse DePlanis can't hear the Lord. Kenneth Copeland, they can't. Kenneth, uh, Kenneth uh, Copeland can't hear the Lord. Compare Kenneth Copeland to Derek Prince. Compare T.T. Jakes to Kenneth Hagen, Smith Wigglesworth. Kathleen Coleman, they walked. I hate to tell you that Juanita Bynum is in her mind. She ain't no evangelist. She don't cast out demons. Let's go to Luke chapter 2, verse 27. I'm hitting tonight. I'm hitting hard. Luke 2, 27, I'm hitting demons. I ain't hitting any of you people. I'm dealing with the demons. See, they know what I'm doing, and I know what they're doing. Now, let's look at this here. In Thank you, Lord. The Lord is telling me the devil don't want y'all to hear this. Because if he can keep you in your fleshly mind, you, can, you can't connect with the Holy Ghost like that. Jesus is a revelator, not a mind later. A revelator, Galatians 1.12, revelation. And either received it by man, either taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus. And you're not going to get revelation from your human mind. E.W., the king of all donk donkers, will take his thing and go up. He said, you got to go up to get to understand that. Ain't nowhere in the Bible. E.W. I mean, I saw a lot of great nothings. A great nothing. All the education and the enemy against God. Yes, 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 yes. I said, I'm tired now. Man, go ahead on with that. What you want? That's how I talk to them. They want you to look up to them, call them doctor. That's the flesh. Don't buy that. Let's go to Luke 2.27. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child, Jesus, to do for him after the customs of the law. That was in the Spirit that he did that. He didn't do that in the flesh. Let's go to Luke chapter 10, verse 21. I'm recapitulating. I'm going to pick up where we left off. Let's go to Luke 10.21. In Luke chapter 10, verse 21, notice Jesus said this. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in spirit. He didn't say in his mind. Now hold on to that. Hold on to Luke 10, 21, and I want you to circle Luke 10, 21 and write in Luke 12, 11. Thank you, Lord. Luke L. K. 12, verse 11. And then write in Mark 13, verse 11. 
Hold it. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in spirit. At that hour, the Holy Spirit gave him what to say. He's supposed to do us like that when we teach people. Now hold that because we're going back to Luke twelve eleven. In Luke twelve eleven, watch this now. It's something about the hour because when I teach, I can hear the Lord flowing in an hour's purpose. I don't know why. I don't want to know why. And any of you talking about which one came first, the chicken or the egg, that brain thought. Don't worry about it. It just came. Some of you are so intellectualized, you're trying to reason out everything in order to believe it. But there ain't no faith. That's your human mind doing that. You know, they used to say in the early days, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. It's a good thing to waste in the ministry of deliverance because you can't use it. In Luke 12, 11, the Bible says, and when they bring you into the synagogues and unto the magistrates and powers, take ye no thought. That's what Jesus said in the red white. Why are we, we are trying to think things out in the ministry to people? How or what thing ye shall answer or what ye shall say? For the Holy Ghost shall teach you, uh-oh, in the same hour. Now, we see the same hour you ought to say. The same hour. Look at that, Luke twelve eleven, And look here in Luke chapter 10, verse 21, in that hour. See, within an hour time, the Holy Spirit will reveal that to you. Now, don't go talking about I'm waiting on an hour. I don't hear nothing from the Lord. It ain't going to work like that because you don't have a word in you. If you don't have faith, you ain't got nothing. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. If you don't have faith that you can do this, the devil going to take this away from you and steal it. Let's go to Mark 13, 11. Mark 13, 11. We were, we were recapitulating. Before we, because we got a lot to cover before we clear this out. Mark thirteen eleven. But when they shall lead you and deliver you up, take no thought beforehand. What does theologians do? They take thought. They write it out. That ain't taking no thought. You writing it out. E.W. would write it out. A mind man. An educated enemy of God. You're too educated. I got to know. I want to know. You don't need to know the Lord to reveal it to you. Why you want to know something in the flesh? But when they shall lead you and deliver you up, take no thought beforehand what ye shall speak. Neither do ye premeditate. You're supposed to meditate on the word day and night. Joshua one eight. But you ain't got to meditate what I'm going to say. What I'm gonna do I'm, when I deal with people, I don't have no set pattern, Luke 9, 2. I, take a, I don't take no script. I just got through doing a deliverance, and it was all done by the Holy Ghost. And Sister Taylor can verify it. I ain't trying to get no brownie points here. I ain't trying to say he's anointed. I'm humble. Just listen to what Jesus said. I don't like to steal glory from God. I don't like it. I don't do no autographs. Ain't nobody opening up no doors for me. I'm a soldier. I don't need that. I'm humble. I'm trying to get to heaven. And I really like this doctrine because I can't even spell in the natural. But the anointing come on me, I can spell out anything. See, the Lord told me, I don't need your mind. He told me that when I first got into this ministry, the Lord gave me this revelation. I got this 15 years ago. He said, I don't need your mind. 
And then he was showing me all these dong donkers in the hospital coming in here with nothing but fleshly ideologies with no anointing doctor and this person and Reverend Clearmont. How you doing, my child? Ain't nobody casting out no demons of sickness. They're too educated. The Bible says we are not supposed to premeditate, but whatsoever should be given you, there we go again. In that hour, there we go again. That's three times. Well, out the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word be established, Second Corinthians 13, 1. We just saw three scriptures, Luke 10, 21, in that hour, Luke 12, 11, in that hour, and Mark 13, 11, in that hour. Out the mouth of two or three witnesses, the word has confirmed to you that you don't need to be worrying about what you're going to say in an hour, period, when you're ministering people. The Holy Ghost will tell you. And it's more at ease because the burden ain't on me. But if you don't feed your spirit, you won't be able to minister like this. Okay? Because see, when I get off this air, it's Derek Prince, baby, it's about 3, 4 in the morning. When I get off this air, I go and get into Derek Prince, and I stay studying the Word. When I'm in the car, I spoke in tongues all the way from Riverdale to Fort McPherson today. I was on the bus. People said, hello, how you doing? I said, praying in tongues. All day. All day. That's why I can hear the Lord. I block myself out of human reasoning. All right, let's go to Luke chapter 2, verse 40. Luke chapter 2, verse 40. The child grew and waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. So wisdom can come through you by the Holy Spirit if you don't think. Grace God will give you to train you how to hear him will come upon you if you humble yourself. Let's go to Luke ten twenty one. We did that. Let's go to Luke twenty three forty six. Luke 23, verse 46. And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I command my mind. <laughs> he ain't had nothing to do with that mind. He said, Father, in thy hands I command my spirit. Not spirits. If it's spirits, it's demons. If it's spirit, that's his spirit. He had a spirit. But he didn't use his mind. Then when he died at Golgotha, which is a place of skull, that's for you, so you don't have to use your mind. People would laugh at me when I was at the hospital. The Lord told me, you're going to trust me, not them. I'm still here. Let's go to John 6.63. John chapter 6, verse 63. It is the spirit that quicket. He just says the mind. I ain't seen nothing about the fleshly mind in here so far in the Bible. It is the spirit that quicketh the flesh profited nothing. Your mind ain't going to profit you nothing. 
Well, uh, I would sit down and see other chaplains sit down. Oh, oh, who that is? Where are your mama from? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. And uh, what education you got? Lord have mercy. That man, that person wasting time. Just a time waste. I would go walk away while the person talking, put the phone on, let everybody hear and walk away and come back and tell them everything about themselves. I don't need to hear them. I still do it today. I don't need my mind. I need my spirit. When someone say, hey, man, what you thinking about? I say, whoa, whoa, whoa. I stop a person. People get angry. Them demons say, hey, 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 I was just only just talking to you. Them demons want me to agree with that mess. No, I don't want to agree with it. And they'll try to get me to go back in that mind. Won't do it. It is the spirit that quicketh. The flesh profited nothing. The word that I speak unto you, they are spirit. And their life. I ain't heard nothing about the fleshly mind so far. This word of spirit ain't no mind. That's how the devil get everybody trapped. Let's go to John seven thirty nine. By this speak he of the spirit. He said nothing about the mind. Which they that believe on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. I ain't said seen nothing about no spirit, no 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 fleshly mind. Let's go to Mark verse one twelve. Mark one twelve. You're not gonna find it nowhere in this Bible that the apostles taught from their flesh. Call, please stay out of those schools of theological studies. Stay out of them. They're gonna train your mind. They're gonna come up against the deliverance ministry. Ain't no such thing as no doxology. Where's that in the Bible? What about the Holy Spirit want to switch? I've seen the Holy Spirit switch right on broadcast, right in front of everybody. The Holy Spirit said, give me another script. I ain't got no notes. I just got notes of what I studied, all scripture. I don't use them. I don't need to. Because I got the Holy Ghost that's teaching you. I ain't teaching you nothing. I take no credit for teaching nobody. People say, well, you trained Sister Dirty. No, I didn't train Sister Dirty. The Lord trained Sister Dirty. I don't like to take credit for Christ. Ain't no we. It's me and the Holy Ghost. God says in Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 24, And ye said, Behold, the Lord our God has shown us his glory and his greatness, and we have heard his voice out of the midst of the fire. We have seen this day that God does talk with man and he liveth. God wants to talk to your spirit. You have to feed your spirit, not your mind. Your mind cannot understand spiritual things. It won't work. You are wasting your time. Let's look at what Jesus says about true worshipers. Okay, Lord, I just heard something. John 10. Yes, Lord. See, the whole staff switched. John 10. Hang on. Yes, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Listen, and I don't want nobody to feel bad. God's trying to change you. God's trying to get you in a position where you can really hear his spirit. In John ten twenty seven the Bible says, My 
sheep hear my voice. And I know them, and they follow me. He, when you hear the voice of the Lord, it ain't going to come from your mind. It's going to come from your spirit. Let's go to John chapter 4, verse 23. John chapter 4, verse 23. But the hour cometh now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit. I don't see nothing but the mind. And in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. You can't even worship God. God is a spirit. He ain't got nothing to do with no fleshly mind. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Truth is God's word. John 8, 32, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth says that you're free. You can't even worship God. You got to worship in the spirit. People don't worship God in the spirit. They're just singing. I see people singing, clap, eyeballed them, looking at other people. They're rocking back. They ain't even in the mood. They're looking, eyeballed them. <laughs> That's mine. Look at them. See what said. Same people go to the same church and sit in the same seat. That's fleshly. They can't hear God. You're not going to hear God from the fleshly perspective. You're not going to hear him. So stop doing that. Get the demon out of you. Amen? Let's go to John 424, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God, have mercy. John chapter 6, verse 63. John 6, 63. It is the spirit that quicket the flesh popped in nothing. Now, why I'm saying this to you? This seed was planted to me 35 years ago. Pastor Wayne Thompson would ride around with me five, six, seven hours. Me and Pastor, me and Brother Steve, we in the car. Me and uh, this guy used to play for Brick. We was musicians, man. Steve would play for uh, I think played Steve for Ohio players. Brick, uh, Ambrick was a keyboard played for Brick. And when I was in the world, I was a young man. Uh, I was trumpet player. I played bag up for KC and the Sunshine Band uh, when I was in Mobile, Alabama. I was in a music union. I was a professional musician at 23. Uh, no, at 19. I practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced. I used music as an escape because I saw so much verbal abuse of my father to my mama. So Pastor Wayne said, let me get all you musicians in the car. He said, I really want them because the devil used a musician quicker than he used anybody else because he was a musician. And he was getting them demons out of us. And then we would get out the car, and I said, Pastor, you got to go on there. He said, I know. I said, wait, you ain't said nothing. He said, I don't have to. I never understood that. And here I am 40 years later. The Lord brought that to my spirit. And notice I ain't said my mind. I do not use my mind in ministry. Don't do it. Let's go to 2 Corinthians Chapter 3, verse 6. Use your mind. Ain't going to be no spirit. Spirit and mind ain't working together. That's like taking salt and, and, and oil and put it together. Bad combination. But y'all been think y'all been trained to use your mind in the church. They train, they, they train theologians to do it. Don't train them to hear the spirit of God. Please don't go to those schools. Stay out of them. Then you're going to need a lot of deliverance. You've got to be retaught by the Lord. Second Corinthians 3, 6. 
who also had made us able ministers of the New Testament, of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kill it, but the Spirit give life. See, the letter is when people writing it out from their mind, called the letter. The king of all donkeys would write it out. The king, E.W. The Bible just said the letter kill it. You writing it out and writing the service, it, kill it. it, it ain't going to work. Who, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, who also have made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, writing stuff out, but of the spirit. For the letter kill it. When you write now sermons, you're killing people that mess. But the spirit giveth life. Now, I'm going to show you how you, you mess people up when you're teaching from the human perspective. Go to Galatians chapter 1. Here's how to let her kill it. In Galatians chapter 1, verse 6 says, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that call you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. That's that it is right there. The letter is another gospel. That's not the, what we need to deal with, which is not about not another, but there be some that trouble you, pervert the gospel of Christ. When you're writing from the letter of your mind, you're perverting the gospel. That's you writing it. It's not the Holy Ghost. But though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let them be accursed. That's why people are cursed in the church, because they're coming from the mind perspective, and the pastor giving you dong teaching from his mind, not the spirit. And each time you hear that mess, it keeps going in your spirit, and them demons keep coming on up in there, and keep coming on up in there, and keep coming on up in there. I went to a graduation, and the Lord moved in my spirit to go, a theological status. And every time I saw the man shake the man's hand, the demon jumped right into him. I said, Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, they love intellectualism. Intellectualism doesn't bring healing. See, when you're teaching from the fleshly perspective, you're going to put a curse on a person. That's a self-imposed curse. In Jeremiah 17, 5, thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusted in man and make it flesh his arm, whose heart departed from the Lord. That's the letter. It kills. The letter kill it. The flesh of man likes to be with a, a sight. The Bible says we will not walk not by sight but by faith. The fleshly mind kills the spirit. The flesh in mind is in Colossians 2.18 and Colossians 1.21. Vain thoughts will hinder you from serving a God. God says he hates vain thoughts. Psalms 119, verse 113 plus Isaiah 55a says, My ways are not your ways, these are my thoughts yours. You're out of the realm of the Holy Ghost when you're in your fleshly mind. Won't work. Never work and never will. We're going to close with these words. In 1 Corinthians 2.14, it says, but the natural man does not understand the things of the spirit. You'll never know the things of the spirit in your natural mind. It's just not going to work. You're going to be wasting your time. You can fight it, but it ain't going to work. You know that your mind has its own desire 
is totally different from the Holy Ghost? Did you know that that's in Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 6? Your mind has its own desires. I don't want that thing controlling me. I don't like it. I don't trust none of that. I don't want none of no part of that. Deuteronomy 18.6. And if Levi come from any of the gouts out of the Israel where he sojourned and came with all the desire of his mind into the place which the Lord had chosen. See, his mind. Desire his mind. He ain't said nothing about the spirit. That will get you in so much trouble. Your mind that can bring sorrow to you through your flesh. Let's go to Deuteronomy 28.65. And amongst these nations shall thou find no ease, neither shall thy soul of thy fools have rest, but the Lord shall give thee a terrible heart and fallen eyes and of a sorrow mind has nothing to do with your spirit. Your mind can mess you up. You start thinking on things that's not of a good report. The Bible says, well, so if it's a good report, think on those things. The mind is not going to think anything holy because it's hostile to God because it's carnal. In Numbers chapter 22, verse 13, if Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the commandments of the Lord to do either good or bad of my own mind. Lord have mercy. But what the Lord says, that will I speak. Your own mind is not going to make you hear the Holy Ghost because it's going to go away from God. Reasoning, thinking, intellectual psychotraumatic, humanism, evil thoughts, that comes from the flesh. Now, the demons that come when you are in your mind are, one, legalism. Two, doctrinal error from the mind. The gospel of another Jesus from the mind. Arrogance from the mind. The spirit of the Pharisees. You have a Pharisee spirit. You can do it with the letter, but you don't have the spirit. comes from the mind. Self-righteousness from the mind, intellectualism, rationalization. Satan wants you to walk in the vanity of your mind. And if he can get you in the vanity of your mind, you messed up. Let's go to and close with Ephesians 4.17. We're going to close with Ephesians 4.17. We're going to open this up for questions and answers here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their mind. I ask you today, are you going to walk in your mind from here on out? Or are you going to use your mind to try to represent the Lord? <laughs> oh, boy, you need to hear me. The elements and the complex elements of an individual that feels, perceives, thinks, will, and possesses reason comes from the mind. The conscious mental event and capacities of the organism. It's just a fleshly organism that can't hear God. And the desire of the flesh of the mind, the organized conscious and unconscious mental capacity of an organized mind brings demons. You are opening up the door for demons. 
A person with a group of embodiments of mental qualities, but not with the spirit, will open up the door to intellectualism. God doesn't want that. Mind-binding spirits, confusion, fear of man, fear of failure, mind-control demons such as octopus and squid spirits having tentacles, confused mental pressure, mental pain, migraine headaches come from the mind. Ask the Lord to serve the tentacles of that mind and get those mind spirits out of you. Mind idolatry, intellectualism, rationalization, pride, ego, pride of knowledge, philosophy spirits comes from the mind, does not come from the Holy Spirit. Demons that attack the mind, mind-binding, confusion, fear of man, fear of failure, mind-control spirits, octopus and squid spirits having tentacles, confusion, mental pressure, mental pain, migraine headaches. The Lord must serve these tentacles of the mind and get it cast out. Mind idolatry, intellectualism, rationalization, that's EW, the king of all donk donkers, pride, ego. Pride of knowledge and philosophy spirits will mess you up. Mental illness, retardation, schizophrenia, paranoia, hallucination, bipolar, multiple personality disorder, disassociation identity are nothing but demons. Memory loss, mind knowledge that blocks you. Some people can't remember. They forget that's a mind-blocking spirit. Mind-binding spirits, mind-controlled spirits, spirits from the sun, Sorrow, maga spirits, mind control, tentacles, and princes of demons that seek you to control you and to kill you from thinking. They don't want you to hear the Holy Ghost. They want you to reason. Upper ranks of mind control, family demons, use false names, often demons of the mind, blinking, erasing spirits. And that you get confused. Fear of failure, occult spiritualism that works with the mind through levitation. The devil used the mind real heavy in sorcery. You don't need that fleshly mind. You need to get rid of it. God does not want you to walk in the fleshly mind. There must be a distinction between the person who's led by the Holy Spirit or the person who speaks from his fleshly mind. God doesn't want that. The mind of the Spirit is what he wants us to walk in, which is Romans 8, 28. Ephesians 4, 23, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 22. I ask you today, repent from trying to use your mind. Not going to work. I want to thank the Lord for my brother. Brother Paul, you have been a blessing to this radio ministry. He's a very humble man. I pray that he doesn't mind. I just want to say who he is. He's a brother in the Lord. We've been on this radio station trying to raise money for three straight days and not one dime did we get. But God used this brother to give us two new computers. God is good. I ask you today, will you come out from among that type of doctrine? Would you allow the Holy Spirit to transform you that you can walk in the Spirit Instead of walking in the vanity of your mind based on Ephesians 4.17, he did it for me, and he can do it for you. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this word. We thank you for the Holy Ghost to bring forth such revelation. I'll humble myself as your errand, boy. I'm nothing. You are the Son of God. You are the Savior 
All glory go to you. All honor go to you. All power go to you. You are Jesus of Nazareth. I thank you that you died at Golgotha so we don't have to use our fleshly mind. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you, Brother Paul. Thank you for the donation. We got two new computers. We got a brand new external hard drive. I had an external hard drive for 12 years. I never told nobody. It's hard to be on Internet radio. It's hard. But guess what? God's with me. It ain't hard enough for God to to, to move on somebody to get these computers because we really needed them. Now we can really stream YouTube because I have too much on this elite book. I have an HB elite book. I've been having this thing three years. Brother Paul gave us these uh, laptop, these uh, towers that we have, and we got four of them, and we rotate them every two days. Finally, this computer that I'm talking on can get a break. I thank you, Brother Paul. I thank you for your offering and for your help with this ministry. I ask all of those who have given to this ministry. I thank Sister Taylor for helping me. I thank Brother John. I thank everybody. I'm not a powerful man to take glory. I don't want no glory. I don't want nothing but go to heaven. Jesus, get all the glory. Please come in the blog talk room at air code 646-378-1857. Come join us for questions and answers. Amen. Now, if you'd like to give to this ministry, please do so by going to www.livedeliverance.com and look on the lower left-hand corner of the icon, and you can give there or at the top with our GoFundMe. And if you see, we only have $130 in nine months. That's how it is. But God always find a way to overcome the devil. When you teach the word, he got your back. Teach the word. Don't compromise the word of God with nobody words stand. And I'm so grateful that this ministry is part of Matthew 24, 14. This gospel will come and we'll preach it throughout the world through these computers. Shalom. God bless Jamaica. God bless Israel. We've got to pray for the United States. God bless the United States and some of this righteousness, but this country needs some prayer. God bless everybody. We love you. The Lord loves you. You want to join this ministry? Over to Navy One at gmail.com. Over to Navy One at gmail.com. If you need deliverance, please call 678-701-3733. I want to thank uh, Minister Apostle Candace Durden, Sister Sheila Newborn, Brother Chris Paul for helping me in this text room, Brother Chris Baker. I want to thank Brother John Durden. I want to thank all everybody, Brother T. Rowe, Brother Tommy in, in Finland. We teach Finlands on Mondays and Wednesdays. We have, we have a, a audience there. People are hungry for the nation of Finland. I'm doing this lesson to the Lord Jesus. I don't want no praise, no glory. Ain't, no, ain't none of that with me. Jesus get the glory and he get the praise. God bless you and shalom. Those who are listening to us here at www.livedeliverancenetradio, we're going to go back to Frank Hammond Brick and Soul Ties. You can come join us at 646-378-1857 in our blog talk chat text room. God bless and shalom. All right, we've got to get ready now to open up the lines to our brothers and sisters that's in the room for questions and answers. Within 37 seconds, we'll be ready. Welcome to my gymnasium. <laughs> Check it out. Watch this. Bring <laughs> 
Praise the Lord, Apostle. That was an awesome teaching. I'm going to go back and listen to parts one and two. That was really, really awesome. It blessed my socks off. My husband and I, we both listened to it. And I just want to thank the Lord um, for that type of teaching because it was nothing but the truth. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. I thank God for somebody that has the boldness to confront the status quo and will go against it and speak the truth. I tell you, it was an eye-opener for me. Um, Most of the things that you talked about, and especially the ministries that you've named, I have seen the same things, and I have just been so disappointed with what I'm seeing in these church totally so uh, against scripture. It's just not biblical. And people who are not reading their Bibles are falling for this stuff. And I'm I'm like, where where in the word will you ever find that God sent a prophet or a messenger to any person? and they had to pay money to get that message. It's not in the scriptures. That's true. So I don't know why people are paying money to get a word that a prophet claims is from God. If it's from God, you got to tell me. That's right. It's messed up. But it's not from God. They're hoodwinking and bamboozling people. Yeah. It's called deception. And Matthew yep. 24 and 4 says, take heed that no man deceives you. And the people are grossly deceived. Yes, they are. They messed up. People, yeah, they don't spend no time in the word. They don't spend no uh-uh. time in the word. And therefore, the enemy could come along and just, I believe, the enemy could say, uh, commit somersault, start somersaulting in the church. And everybody would start flipping over and doing somersaults. And nobody would have sense enough to say, is this in the word? That's right. That's right. I I, I get people all over the world that's messed up. And I'm going against the norm. I don't, you know, it's it's a sad thing because when people call me, they don't have no clue of the Bible. None. No clue. And nope. uh, it, it hurts. It hurts to see people can these these people can get on the TV and teach this stuff, and they can give thousands of dollars to them, and don't get nothing out of it. I, I just I, it's, it's it's mind-boggling, sister. <laughs> really. Well, is. what they like is they don't have an appetite for the word. If you notice, uh, most of those ministries that you named tonight, they 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 uh, encourage people to watch the word, look at the word on the screen in the church. So that means don't bring your Bible because I don't want you to I don't want you to see I'm in error. I'm gonna put it on the screen so you can see. So people not even carrying their Bible to church anymore. That's what they want. I tell people to grab their Bible. I see somebody walk in here walk back and say, Go get your Bible 'cause I 
You ain't going to be sitting up and just listening. You're going to go find it and search the scriptures to make your fingers make war. Psalms 144, verse 1. And the scriptures say, search the scriptures to see if these things be true also. That's right. And they, right. Sit, up under, they sit up under this false teaching, and, and, and they are quick to say amen, and they don't even know if it's written in the scriptures. That's so true. But that when is true, Jesus man. was in the wilderness, when Jesus was in the wilderness and the, the devil came to tempt him, Jesus told the devil, it is written. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to have the word in you. You got to have the word yeah. in you. Without the word, you, you you just can't do ministry. You can't do it. You sure can't. Ain't going nowhere. Ain't going nowhere, and all them demons of intellectualism will come at you. People don't care nothing about the Bible. People in themselves, in their own fleshly desires. They can give a rat's, you know, about God. Let something happen to them, they're ready to call on God then. That's how people are. That's how the world yeah, is today. That's, yeah, that's how, and that's how the church is. They don't want to yes, spend ma'am. the time. They, they, it's just. When I need, when I got a problem, when when the enemy is attacking my house, my children, then they want somebody. But other than that, I don't want nobody all up in my business. Yep. Yep. That's how they are, sister. That's right. You got it right. And like, Taylor, what are, what are you going to be teaching Thursday? Uh, hang on, Apostle. The Holy Spirit... Let everybody know right talk now. To should to, be teaching. Talk to me today, and uh, it was the Good Shepherd. The okay. Good Shepherd. Yes, sir. Okay, talking about the Good that's Shepherd. Just, I, that's just coming. I, 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 wept, I wept this morning when I was studying the Word, when God started mm. just showing me who he is as the Good Shepherd. Wow. See, we got a lot of hirelings today, Apostle. I don't want to preach tonight, but I will tell you, we got a lot of hirelings <laughs> in the pulpit. Yep. It's messed up, Sister Taylor. You tell them the truth. Yeah, a lot it's of hirelings. A lot of hirelings. It's really messed I don't know up. What, These people messed up. I don't know if you've heard, but uh, Pastor Jamal Bryant down at, at Newburgh, he's talking about selling weed from the church. He's talking about uh, teaching his members how to plant and grow marijuana on the on the church grounds, and they're gonna the church is gonna start selling weed, and that's how he's gonna get the drug boys to the church. Oh, now, have you ever heard of anything so ridiculous? No, ma'am. That's 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 absurd. And that's my cousin, else. she's a that's, member. That's she's a member of that church, and she told uh-huh. me she said the senior citizens. Are, are fighting him on that. They told him they're not having that, and um, I, 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 uh-huh. I, 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 they need to get rid of him. They need to get him from down there because he down there trying to turn that church into a dope house. Let me tell you something, Evangelist Taylor. I was at Fayetteville Hospital. I had to go get some tests run on me for uh, my physical and everything. Mm-hmm. And there was a nurse. She said. Passed over to, I've never seen that radio. I didn't even know this person. But you'd be surprised that people on the radio when I'm teaching people on the Internet know me. I said, yes, ma'am. We start talking. And she said, you know, I want to tell you something. It came to the point where she was talking about the prosperity ministry. She told me that she worked in the emergency room in Peachtree City 
Creflo Dollar, they were called the emergency room every night with that girl, that woman, that daughter, cussing and fussing. They were called the police every Friday night. That went on for three months from his house. They were mm-hmm. they, they, they were dialed mm-hmm. 911, and uh, he didn't want to talk to nobody like that. She said that he, uh, they had to call the police, and the police had been in their house over and over for two to three months. Mm. Now, if he's so much prosperous, how come he ain't prosperous in his soul? And then he get on TV and repent and goes to teach the same thing. Mm. Yeah, people better be. Uh, but I tell you one that I have never been able to receive from. Um, I've never been able to receive from Kenneth Copeland. When I look no, at I his eyes, no. I say, I say, uh, uh-uh, uh, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't receive from him. And then when he tried to get the Pope, he tried to bring Christianity up under the Pope and got the Pope to bless his uh, ministry. I, 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 I said, uh-uh, uh-uh. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't. I never could follow him. But after that, I knew I couldn't even listen to nothing he had to say. Mm. How you going to bring, mm. yo, if, if you got an anointed ministry, how are you going to bring that under the Pope and everybody knows that Catholicism, all of that, or just all of that is, is man-made and it is not of God. That is the most wicked, I won't even call it a church, it's the most wicked entity. It's mob control. It, 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 it's, it's, I, I don't even know how people can say that they are Catholic. I, I just don't know how people can say that. They worship wow. Mary. They worship wow. Mary. Oh, mercy. Yeah, I used to be Catholic, Evangelist Taylor. I was born Catholic, and I I went through some wow. persecution when I got saved. I was born I was born Roman Catholic. Wow. I was born. I didn't even know Roman, that apostle. Yeah, I was Catholic. I was an altar boy. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother God, pray for our sin, now and at thy death, amen. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. Lord, have mercy on my soul. May the Virgin Mary be a blessing unto thee. Lord, have mercy on my soul. Hell, and to say the same thing, ritual is a ritual. Man, I got, I don't yeah. know how God got me out of that, man. I was Roman Catholic, Catholicism, and well, you're the priest. God. Yeah, I told my father, my daddy was a Green Beret, and I told my daddy, the priest was trying to touch on me, right? My daddy took that forty-five mm-hmm. and put it in his mouth. He said, cock it. He said, he touched my son again. I'm going to blow your brains out. Wow. The Roman Catholic Church is wicked, man. Them priests are homosexual. Yes. Nuns killing babies. Yes. Hiding them up under the church in 1932. The Roman Catholic Church sat on four hills. That's the church of Satan. And it's uh, the catacombs is all them dead babies, all them bodies they didn't kill. I'm telling you. And the mob, the mob gives so much money to the Roman Catholic Church, so so that they, with all the bodies they have killed, all the bodies down at the bottom of the Hudson River, they give so much money to, and say they are absolved of their sins. And there's nowhere in the scripture that you can pay for your sins with That's money. Right. Nowhere. Let me tell you something. 
The priests would have Catholic services, and then after the service, they get bingo, they're drinking liquor, they're doing everything that ungodly people do. I was Catholic. I was Roman Catholic for 18 years. Yep. I was Roman Catholic. I'm so glad I'm out of that. I'm glad I'm out of that. I'm so grateful that I'm out of that. And my mother persecuted me. She told me, get out of my house because you ain't Roman Catholic no more. And she got saved. I led her to the Lord before she died. Amen. I ain't know nothing but the hell mirror full of grace. Uh, Lord, I'm not worthy to receive you, but only say the word and I shall be healed. You take your heart and hit it three times. Lord, I'm not worthy to receive you, but say the word and I shall be healed. Lord, I'm not worthy to receive you. Say the word and I shall hear. We believe in the apostolic Catholic Church. We believe that the Virgin Mary is the mother of God. It's just a ritual over and over and over and over and over. Thank and the Lord. No I'm out of that. Ain't and no power in it at all. None. Zero. No power. And they would mm-hmm. defend the Virgin Mary and kill you over the Virgin Mary than Jesus. They'd defend the Virgin Mary to defend Jesus Christ. So will. Mm-hmm. I was Catholic. Evangelist Taylor, we're wow. going to see you Thursday. Yeah, yeah, I was Catholic. Yeah. We're going to see you Thursday. I was growing Catholic. I'm so glad I'm out of that, Evangelist Taylor. My sister and them, they still messed up with that stuff, man. To this day, my poor no, no. father, I feel sorry for my daddy. He just followed my mama. He had an Ahab spirit. Mama said, you're going to be Catholic. And when I got back from Clark Atlanta University, I got saved. And the Lord Amen. began to get me saved. And I got out of that Roman Catholicism. I came home. My mama said, you ain't my son no more because you're not Catholic. And put me out. Wow. I've been, been through it, uh, sister. I've been through it. You hear me? I have been through it. But I've you know, stood. I'm I've been tell first. You it was good that you went through that because now you can talk about it from the inside out. See, a lot of people talking about stuff that they really don't know anything about. Like I've never, I, I never knew all what you just told me, but I know Catholicism is man-made and I know it's wicked. But you can talk about it from the inside out because you actually was in and now God brought you out. So when you uh, speak against it, you know what you are talking about. That's right. That's right. I know what I'm talking about, ma'am. I done been there. You hear me? I have been there. I was persecuted. And them priests, they don't know the Bible. I'm good at it. They take the frankincense and myrrh, and then the, then you go to their house. They, everybody in there drinking, drinking wine. I'm, I'm, I'm a good priest. I, I know how to do this. They know how to perform very well. Oh, but I see the Lord Jesus. He is God. And boy, they just jump up. They say, oh, I feel the spirit. And you hear a number of religious demons going in you, saying that mess. That's it. That's it. Ain't no power in it. Ain't no power in it, man. And ain't it no different than the other one to my, ha, 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 Jesus, and we want to thank you for coming here at Mount Tillmanson's Baptist Church. My name is Dr. Lee Ross Tillmanson here. And the education that we receive here, 
all that old foolishness, man. I'm, I just can't deal with that no more. I have been caught up in that stuff all my life. <laughs> when I see that stuff, if they tell you, when I see that, I call them out. I call them out. What about those ones that's praying and they say, Lord, I want you to go over to the hospital. I said, well, I thought the Lord told us to go to the hospital and to get uh, uh, hands uh, on the food. They spending uh-huh. God over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's a mess, man. Hey, wait a minute. Now, watch this one. I, I, I was at the gate pulled up. The guy said, I'm highly blessed and favored. I said, how you blessed and favored? Do you know the word? He didn't know the Bible. Now, how you going to be highly favored? You don't even know the Bible. I asked a young lady what she said. She told me who her <laughs> bishop was. I said, Miss, I did not ask you who your pastor was. I asked you, are you saved? Jesus Christ. She said, yeah, my pastor so-and-so. I said, that's not what I asked you. Uh-huh. She couldn't even say she was saved. She was trying to tell me who her pastor was. Oh, they know that. They know that real good. Reverend T.C. Munger, mm-hmm. they can name the name, the church address, but can't quote not one scripture after that. Not I had one, one guy. Not even... Did not I, not even Jesus well. Oh no, no they, they, they don't know about no. They don't know about no scriptures. I had a guy tell me, "I don't like you. You quote the scripture too much." I said, "Well, that's what the Bible says. You don't like the word. Get him out of here." <laughs> well, you know, it had to be something wrong with him. Anybody don't like the word, you can't never get too much of the word. Oh, there are a lot of Christians called me told me they don't need the word. You know, oh, you know they dingle to that. A lady told me she called. I don't like Evangelist Taylor. I said, why you don't like? She's a very humble lady. She don't take no pride. The demons in you don't like. I don't like you and hung up. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I have a friend that has a television ministry five days a week. And she was calling me every day for prayer. And I said, you when when do you pray? God want to hear from you. She told me, right. "Oh, I'm too busy. I don't have time for that." I said, "Well, honey, you're gonna have to pray because I can't pray for you every day." She, I said, she said people be calling me at six o'clock in the morning. I said, "Well, you're gonna have to get up earlier than that, then, so you can get in prayer. You need to talk to God. You need to hear from God." She told me she was too busy. She didn't have time for that. How Wait a minute, man. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. She told you she ain't had time to pray? That's what she told me. But she had a gospel TV program on Monday through Friday. How you going to have a ministry, but you don't have time to pray? That's sad. She told me she didn't have That's time sad. to pray. That's sad. That's sad. That's sad. I believe yeah. it, Vance. I, I believe you, man. I, that was so I sad. Believe- I, and she was calling me every day for prayer. Pray for my son. Pray for my daughter. I said, when do you pray? She said, I don't have time for that. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Jesus Christ. I done heard it all. She told me mm. that. I told her, I said, well, I, I don't have no more oil for you. I ain't got no more. You ain't got time to pray. You deal with them demons yourself. Yeah, a lot of Christians, I have no 
Sister Taylor, these Christian musicians don't read the Bible. What's his name? Uh, uh-uh. He said he can't quote the scripture. What's his name? Uh, wait a minute. Uh, the black guy. We win. Uh, he's a he's a black artist in America. We win. Wow. Let me let you hit. Let me hit a song and tell me who this man man name is. Wait a minute. We okay. win. Uh, uh, Kirk Franklin. Yeah. He don't know the Bible. No, he didn't And he claimed he was a pastor one time. No, he don't know the Bible. Kirk Franklin don't know. A lot of you musicians, know, don't re, they don't read the Bible. None of them read the Bible. And, and you know what they do? When the preaching come on, they get on their cell phones in the church. They start texting. Or they'll get up and walk out. And they don't come yep. back in until the preaching is over. That's right. That's all they do. And they and they, they don't know nothing about the Bible. Uh-uh. And I, I, I saw some musicians at a, at a famous church over in Jamaica. They were playing jazz music in the church. And I made them stop. I said, don't do that. I said, don't do that. This is the house of God. Don't mm. do that. They were Jeez. playing jazz music in the church. God have mercy, Jesus. And if I called the name of the church, you would know it's just what I'm talking about. Right there in Jamaica, they were playing jazz music. Well, I, I put a Jamaican pastor off my church, and I said everybody's name, Greater Works International, Andrew J. Scott. I took him off. Two years ago, when the pandemic broke out, he get on TV on, on the, in the church and talk about sending $190. For these scriptures oh, to get killed by the covert 19 virus. Ruthie uh-uh. Romney called me long distance. She's on my staff from Israel. She said, you got a lot of born-again Jews that's listening to you over here. You better get him off the air. They will not support your ministry. And Bible says salvation is for the Jew first, not the Gentile. Yeah, I called him. Right. I said, hey, I can't put him on there no more. Let me talk to him. Let me set a meeting. You know that he didn't want to meet me? Uh, he said, okay, okay, just go ahead on. And you take care. I said, yeah. I need to speak to him. They didn't want me to talk to him. When they let me teach, they would always let me teach on a Monday, not on a Sunday. I didn't want to teach on a Sunday. But Monday they have our uh-huh. to the people. And they go right back to that prosperity thing. And then they're real good at this. Move quickly. Hurry up. Move quickly. Move quickly. When you're telling somebody to move quickly and you're jumping them up and down, they're emotional. They think they're doing it. And then you tell somebody to get in the line, call a sacrificial offering. That isn't in the Bible. The Bible say tithes and uh-uh. I don't get, I don't put burdens on people like that. Sister Taylor, well, I ain't have one dime. Know. One dime. And God just sent me two computers, and I've been on the air three days. Brother Paul called me long. Uh, Brother Paul said, I'm sending you two new computers. You you know what they like to say. They tell another lie, too. They say, uh, sow a seed. Let me tell you something. The Bible oh, they're good at that one. In Matthew, the Bible Mm -hmm. says the seed is the word. That's right. That's what the scriptures say. That's right. It's not no giving. You can ask people for a donation. You can. Right. But they they try to use money. They try to say it's a seed, but that's not the seed. The Bible said the seed is the word. That's right. That's right. Amen. Sister Taylor, we're going to see you Thursday. I'll be in the room so you can feed me. All right, Apostle. I hey, have thoroughly enjoyed. If she call you, then no, Taylor, call me. I will. Okay, I'll but... call you immediately. 
just call me and me. I don't care what I'm doing. If I'm on the air live, still call me because we got to get back with her. I will call you immediately. Amen. God bless Amen, you. Amen, Apostle. All yes, right. Ma'am. God bless you also. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Okay. Erico 678. Erico 678. By the little daughter, Ava. And I saw her just before I came over. She Hello? was 50 years old when she was diagnosed with rare kidney disease, cancer. That ends our broadcast for today. If you'd like to sow a seed, please go to www.livedeliverance.com. On the lower left-hand side of the icon, sow a seed here and keep us on air. Shalom. Shalom.